The podcast which you are about to hear is politically incorrect and offensive. The opinions expressed by the three assholes recording it are done so solely for comedy purposes. Listener discretion is advised. This is the Whiskey Reel. Four and three and two and one. No reason, no conscience, no understanding, and even the most rudimentary sense of good or evil. If what you say is true, the Shaolin and the Wu-Tang could be dangerous. Your mother sucks big fucking elephant dicks. Got that? Come on now, dog. You know I give you the mad, fat, super fly, stupid, dope, dumbass, retarded, bomb shit props? Take a big step back and literally fuck your own face! Oh, yeah. I'm getting <laughs> trounced. Dude, I know. Truck, dude. You are getting <laughs> fucked up. And you know what? Ethan only has me by 25. I yeah. crushed like, last can... week. And this week, it's just been a fucking comedy of errors. It's like... I uh, had 160 points last week. Yeah, you did. Yeah. That's I what got I had last 65. week, too. You yeah. know what? Last year, I won like <laughs> Wait, my first got... six games and shit the bed and completely. Shit, right. So, so it could go the other this way can around. go the other way. Wait, you got 60 points? You don't have anybody playing tonight or Monday? No, uh, no. I, I, I had... I, I've got a couple people. I'm playing Woodruff and I'm praying that this wonderful situation happens. I need, <laughs> I need fucking Matt Ryan to have the best game of football he's ever had in his life, but never throw the ball to Julio Jones because Dave's got Julio Jones. So if he can have the greatest game without his best receiver, we're all good. That's happened, by the way. Yeah, because yeah, I've had Julio really Jones has. the last. Julio before. Jones sucks. Yeah, dude. he's not consistent at all. Well, that's a brutal assessment. Leo <laughs> <laughs> Jones sucks. Well, and he's in my division, so he can go yeah. die in a fire. Anyway. Future <laughs> Hall of Famer Julio Jones. Go die in a fire. Sucks. Get a ring. Talk to me, bub. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> it's not all rings, okay? The great Dan Marino oh, never had a ring. I know. And he was an Ace Ventura. He was an Ace Ventura, which he, might be isotoners. the one thing that actual young people remember about. Dan Marino. The, young people don't, don't remember, remember anything Ace else. Ventura. They're like, oh, you mean the guy from Ace Ventura? And <laughs> yeah, I'm like, that guy. get out of my fucking face. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Just get me another ice bucket. Yeah. I don't need you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. That this really old shit. movie, Ace Ventura? Yeah. yeah. God, uh, that's like a classic. Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> have you been, I've been, I heard one of those the other day. I was like, how old is that movie, though? 20 years it's old. It's 25. It's got to be close old. to... Uh, 94, 25 years old. Yeah. So it's wow, technically it a classic. A classic. Oh, yeah. God, we're so old. Yeah, we're old as shit, wow. man. And by the way, that's Jim Carrey's. I hate that shit. I don't like Ace Ventura. You don't like Ace really? Ventura? No. I was always more like a cable guy kind of dude. I like cable, cable guy, guy a lot. Awesome. I saw cable I like guy Ace five Ventura. times in the theaters when I was a kid because yeah. I knew... I thought it was hilarious and it was way before its time. Ben Stiller. Classic Ben Stiller direction style. Direction. Though. Yep. Yep. For sure. It was dark. It was weird. Yeah, it was super it was weird. creepy. The only thing I don't like about that movie is Matthew Broderick seems like he doesn't want to be there. He doesn't um, look like he wants to be anywhere ever. Yeah, I he know. He looks so disinterested all the time. Yeah, Except well, if, for you had to, role. if you had to fuck Sarah Jessica Parker, you'd yeah. look pissed Little off all foot the time. Face? <laughs> Old foot face, dude. Oh, man. The, still one of the best Family Guy cutaways of all time is when they did the Sarah Jessica yeah, Parker. Like, she walks in, like it's Sarah just a foot. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Like it's just a foot with two arms and yep. two legs. Yep. Well, they, that started as a joke where they're like, uh, they said Sarah Jessica Parker gets to be on TV and she looks like a foot, and then it yeah. just became like right. it started the snowball. She was cute back in those like honeymoon in Vegas days. Remember? Back in the Flight of the Navigator days. Remember was she in fucking Flight of the Navigator? Yeah, she's like uh, the, the handler chick at the base when Sean. You probably won't remember this, but I know Bobby does. There was a glorious television show that was on in the 80s called Square Pegs. Oh, I remember oh, Square Pegs. That was her 
Thing. Yeah, that was like, her that's, coming that's, out that party. Broke her. That broke her. She broke her foot. <laughs> <laughs> that was her. That was her unveiling out of the shoebox. <laughs> you know, I'll go out on a limb and I'll just say it. Sex in the City, not as bad as people remember. I don't. It's I, not I the worst it, fucking so. TV show that's no, ever been. It's on. not bad. I mean, I know it's a punchline now, but like, it's really not that bad it's, of a show. It's a pun. It's the show's entourage. Entourage yeah, was just exactly. male sex in the city. It, it, yeah, it really was. I, I already did. And then Silicon Valley is, let's do Entourage again, but with coders in the Silicon Valley. Yeah, it's all IT people. Oh, it's so yeah. much better, though. It's so much better. Well, it's Mike Judge, dude. Yeah, so much better. So welcome to the fucking whiskey reel, everybody. Are we back? Is this what we're doing? Are we doing this a podcast? Are we, are we back? I suppose, yeah. Um, licking a lot of wounds. Yeah. Yeah. After those games, I think we all are. We watched. Well, I, you knew exactly what you were getting oh, into. Oh no! I mean, I, I didn't actually. I'm in better spirits than both of you guys. I guarantee. One hundred percent. Because you guys thought going into today, we might oh, win. My team might win a game. Right. I yeah. went in like, hey, let's keep this within four touchdowns. <laughs> the Vegas spread was nineteen and a half. <laughs> I think. By the way, not thirty-seven. They, and, and they covered and that. There was a lot of money coming in on the Dolphins just because they were like, well, fucking no one gets a line. No, but like yeah, nineteen right. and a half, right. no. especially at home where right. the you know the Patriots have lost. Right. I don't know seven they out of the, last yeah, nine they games lose or to whatever. The Dolphins once a year, yeah, they, because yeah. of some weird. Not shit. this year, homie. No, no one is losing to the Dolphins this year. <laughs> no, you guys, dude. You fourteen week, fourteen weeks away from fucking getting that first round, first pick, dude. Easily, Basically, I, I don't see any happening. way that doesn't happen. Yeah, because I don't see another team going. I, I, I don't see another them. team in football as like. In, in as bad of a spot as they are. No, and, like, and it's very intentional. Yeah, <laughs> And it's that's very what disheartening. I mean. So you can be excited <laughs> because like, oh, you're like, oh man, this is going to be so awesome in three years. I could be dead in three years <laughs> really easily. <laughs> we may not even finish this podcast. I'm probably going to die on draft night. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the I Miami mean, Dolphins select my pancreas. Masvidal liver punch. Yeah, exactly. Right, right, just right before. Done. Just, just done. done. Welcome back to the real, the real, to real, to real, y'all. Um, I hope everybody's had a great week. Um, we did until today. Yeah, when the Broncos somehow like won a game, and then with one second left and some miracle fucking timeout. That was a very, very. I I would have to watch that again, but watching it live, it looked like there were zeros on the screen yeah. prior to having an opportunity to call a timeout. Now, granted, going into that play, a head coach will go to the line judge exactly and say, "As soon as my guy's down, we're calling it's timeout." Time yeah. Out. So, oh, and for anybody that didn't see the game or doesn't give a shit about football, basically what happened was that uh, Trubisky threw a pass to uh, one of his receivers in the middle of the field. The guy went down, and then the quarterback Trubisky for the Bears tried to call timeout. And they said that it was with one second left on. And uh, it, either way, the Broncos fucking lucked out to get that penalty to offset their penalty yes. when they first tried to get the two point conversion to even right. get them to that point. It was a fucking ballet of shit. Well, it was a ball. All all the old good fellas over there, Fangio, fucking oh, yeah. That was a ballsy call I to go for two. No, yeah. When he did that, I was like, "What the fuck are you I, doing?" I would have, I, yeah. I, I would have had a hard time stomaching that as well. I would have wanted the extra. Point. And then old fucking Flactoid didn't even shit the bed, which I would have <laughs> totally bet man. on. I oh, mean, well, you know, 100%. if I would have had time to open up my Bovado website, I would have thrown money on well, that. What the fuck on was, this, was he all right? Oh, for sure. What was his completion percentage today? Did you see that? I didn't uh, uh, pay woeful. attention. 
<laughs> Woeful. Thank you. <laughs> Woeful. That's a real number. It is. <laughs> yeah. It was. Uh, yeah. It was five points below Woeful. With the yeah. poets that we have doing commentary for the NFL, I'm sure they would have said Wolf. No, they wouldn't. They, no, they all they, all no. their brains are scrambled and they only know single syllable words. I, I will say though, for as much as I hate his team and what he stood for as a person, Tony Tony <laughs> Romo's a fantastic. He's color, great. Color guy. I was like, oh, he's dude, you found your niche, guys. dude. He's yeah. great. He's it wasn't quarterback and. Well, He's way better than Phil Simms, who's well, then you go, a worthless piece of shit. Yeah, but Phil Simms got two rings. Phil Simms just has a, hates the Broncos, and you can tell. He doesn't like the Broncos at all, so that's why we all hate him. Yeah, Phil well, Simms granted. and the Broncos I don't, hate don't Phil get Sims. along. I have well, no feeling about Mr. Simms. We're recording at my house now uh, for the first time, so I get to say, get the fuck out. <laughs> oh, fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough, Bye, sir. Well, I listen to... Uh, my my weekly podcast shout out. I listened to Chris Sims unbuttoned and Phil mm-hmm. Sims' son, right. who was the number one high school recruit. Okay. Um, ended up going. I think he was going to go to Tennessee or something like that, but he ended up going to Texas. Got drafted by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, had a very uneventful career. Well, he um, he had this. He had his li- livers, spleens, his spleen so lacerated. Right when he actually Jesus. started yeah. to show some promise, and like, because that was the, a kid with that. a big arm and For could sure. really. Yep, yep. I mean, he could spin it. Yeah, no doubt about it. Um, but yeah, he got his spleen exploded, <laughs> basically on a hit, um, and then bounced around to a couple of teams for a couple of years. Right. Um, in fact, he was a Denver Bronco. For mm-hmm. a season, as well as a Tennessee Titan, I believe. Mm, sounds right. Um, but anyhow, long story short, Phil Sims calls into the show once a week, and they call him the Big Fucker, really? which I think is adorable. Like that, that's the Sims family nickname <laughs> for, for Phil Sims. Is <laughs> he the, seems kind of like a big fucker, and he's kind of fucking hilarious. Like is he, he really is. He's hilarious. He's pretty smart about quarterback play, obviously. Right. Um, Played for Bill Parcells, who's one of the biggest pieces of shit probably on the planet, I oh, think. Yeah. Um, and uh, so I'll give him credit. Like, you know, yeah. I always liked Sims, you know, growing up as a kid. Like, Sims is like Trent, Trent Dilfer. You know, or, never going like, to be in the Hall of Fame, nah. although maybe he should be, but I don't think he'll ever make I, it. I just you know? get in as a commentary guy, can't you? Yeah, but he's bad at that. He's not very good at it. You know, no. in the booth, Phil, Phil Sims is not. But he's no. been fucking doing it for how long now? He's not oh, even yeah. good on the show. Yeah, when he's on inside the NFL, table. right? He's yeah. on the whole Showtime yeah. thing, and you know, he's yeah. He and Boomer just argue with each other, and it's annoying. <laughs> and, yeah. Anyways, and it's a bold. It's two mediocre quarterbacks arguing about yeah, quarterbacks. Exactly. Well, yeah. that was your NFL roundup for yeah, this. Week. That was it. Sorry, God, wasn't it? Yeah. Please and we, thank you. Yeah. Um, well, you know, this this time of year, that's, that's probably going to happen. You're going to hear yeah. it. You're going to hear us uh, bitch and complain because all of our teams are failing, as far as we can tell. Just today, it's hard when your Hall of Fame quarterback goes down in the first quarter. It's kind of to bounce back but the amount of denial he's in is entertaining as fuck oh i but i have a team no i know i but this For is the sure. thing i have accepted that i don't have a team right no you haven't I, accepted that your team ain't what it was last year how so because my quarterback i would know because i watched them play football yesterday today, Aaron, we, we, we won last week and we lost stakes our quarterback you guys won last week but by a thin margin right so I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna go ahead and uh that was a great yeah. game, by the way, last yeah, week. One of the best football games I've seen in a fun while. Yeah, that was a great game. Um, the Texans are 2-0, and right? They yep. won today. Mm-hmm. Um, There's a lot of people throttled the Jacksonville Jaguars. No, they're 1-1. That's what I meant to say. The fucking Niners So, like, I mean, the Saints lost to a really competitive football team uh, last week. So, I, I mean, they were my Super Bowl pick coming out of the NFC. I still think so if pray, uh, whatever's going on with number nine's hand, as long as it comes back, we're fine. Yeah, But they need him back. 
They need him back. They need him back. Nobody's under any illusion that teams can win without their starting quarterbacks. It doesn't right. happen very often. You've got like the Hostetlers and things that have happened over time. Like oh, that sure. has happened before. But well, my Broncos can't win with their starting quarterbacks. Yeah, so. <laughs> they should sign Mark Rippon. Right? That's a thing that happened once. I love it. Wow. I was going to say, try to get Doug Flutie out of retirement, maybe. Get those Flutie flakes going. You know, when we're not talking football, uh, we drink whiskey. Yes, we do. Because the podcast is literally called the whiskey the reel. whiskey reel it is that's a good the whiskey, whiskey wheel whiskey Seal. helps fuel our nfl related salient rage. salient points sir um yeah but, uh, so we're doing something new doing something shifty oh yeah. this is weird yeah this is a little shifty um i'm drinking whiskey out of a mason jar yes or, because um, i said i wanted to blind whiskey. taste you fuckers and see what your flavor profiles was and see if you could identify what this is uh i didn't go with anything that's this isn't necessarily in every bar but it's in a lot of bars um, especially bars around here. So, okay. guys, go. Um, hmm. Right off the bat, to me, it tastes like a high rye. So I'm not saying it's a rye whiskey, but it tastes like a high rye to me. I get that. Um, if it's a if it is a bourbon, it's it's a high rye bourbon in my estimation. You but I don't need know. To if take that's a little sip off true. the not watered down because we talked for a while and uh, it got pretty watered down. Yeah, for sure. There, there's some dilution going on, no yeah. doubt. Um, it's not Crown Royal. I know that much. Um, <laughs> Was, is that what you thought I was going to do? I figured you guys thought I was going to either go Crown Royal to fuck with you or Tin Cup to yeah. fuck with you. Yeah. I yeah. thought it might be Tin Cup. <laughs> no, I didn't um, do it. I thought that's too obvious. Um, yeah. it's. It, I totally understand why you say it's a high rye or, or it feels like that. It and has a little would, pop to it. I would agree. Yeah. It's it has got a some, peppery kind of poppy kind of thing. Yeah. It's got some got some peaks. And, I get and, all the sweetness. I'm getting all the caramely sweetness, a little bit of burn, a little hotter than a lot of the more refined ones yeah. that we've had lately. Yeah. And it's, I, I, I wouldn't classify this as a, like a Kentucky style or Tennessee nope. style. Um, this doesn't, I don't know if this necessarily... I don't know if I, I don't, this is walking the line between just bourbon and whiskey for me. Okay. So that's um, the first thing we should do is if you guys can at least maybe identify the country of origin. I mean, like I a spelling bee and shit. <laughs> well, it's weird you bring that up. Cause I was definitely going to say that this was an American whiskey. Okay. That's what it feels like. Um, if it's a bourbon, it's a lighter style bourbon. Um, and those things can go from, you know, jet black to almost white. So depending on the barreling and what they use, they may hold it for two years. But if the barrel's given up its, you know, given up its goat, then then it's not going to put out much. So no, it's not um, rock and rye. It's definitely not rock and rye. Because well, it is, doesn't taste like someone poured Dimetap in it, does yeah. it? This uh, is it's not, not the knot. It's not the knot. Because <laughs> it doesn't taste like a butterscotch butthole. <laughs> butterscotch butthole, dude. The balloon knot. <laughs> That's what they're calling it now. Um, Opening at Blues and Brews. But it's got all the... Oh, by the way, you hear that, Dana, mister? This is one of my favorite whiskeys. You are wrong. <laughs> wrong. Dana oh, said knot. it's one of his favorite whiskeys. Oh, my God, really? Yeah, Dana, Dana. Dana came down hard. God damn you, Dana. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm going to just move on and forget that was ever said. <laughs> Uh, but uh, it has all the classic characteristic, uh, characteristics of a whiskey, obviously. there's I get a little bit of corn. It's got some good heat. I'd probably put this between 95 and 100, somewhere in that ballpark. Just looking at proof. the color, though, you could tell um, you immediately eliminated all of the, like, the, there's not a lot of bourbons that are that color. It's way lighter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, but that doesn't necessarily mean it couldn't be. It, no, it's like, very true. I learned a long time ago, especially doing blind, you never start running yourself down your own rabbit hole. You got to kind of, you, yeah. you look at it for what so, are, are you looking for a guess? Mm-hmm. All right. I'm going to say it's Pendleton's. Pendleton's Canadian. Close, but no cigar. <laughs> okay. I don't know. Your guess? 
Ah, uh, God, this could be a hundred different things. Um, it doesn't have anything immediately, uh, like, like if this, if this whiskey was a person, it would kind of be somebody you forgot you went to school with. Uh, like <laughs> oh, sat, shit. sat behind oh, you for yeah. four years. Yeah. Yeah. No, you know? his name was Travis Andrews. <laughs> no, he literally <laughs> just sent me a Facebook request. He's like, hey, we went to high school together. I was like, awesome. Denied. Sweet. I don't, Bye. what the fuck? Hey. And like, if I haven't contacted it's you in 25 from years, Trig, remember? Years, <laughs> remember that one time you borrowed my pen and. Oh, yeah. Oh, that was a great day, that was dude. A fucking well, awesome. it's better than. Do you remember the time that you humiliated me? And then all of a sudden the fucking back door opens and you're all That's actually up. how I open up to people. <laughs> hey, remember that time he threw me in a dumpster? Yeah. Next time I see him, I shoot you in the face. Yeah, not, who I, the I, fuck I, when you were a kid could lift you up and throw you in a dumpster? Um, there was a football team. Oh, yeah. Called the Bloomville Bobcats. Yeah. They they got it done. <laughs> yeah. They always get it done, those kids. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I mean, uh, first off, it, it kind of read Stranahan-y to me. Um, I, I'm having a little bit of difficulty placing it, and especially by product. Like that's well, Bobby's a very saying di- Canadian. Do you think it's Canadian or American? I don't think it's Canadian. Um, I think it's an American whiskey. If okay. it's Canadian, then it's not something I'm. That really was my first thought. Was American whiskey f- familiar with? Um, but again, you got it. It's different. Like when I used to do this with wine, because this could honestly be Crown Royal Rye. Well, and also when you're doing wine, you're looking my, for. You're I looking, I'm not familiar enough with that product to tell yeah. you that. I just for me, it's more important. It's not so much who's the maker. It's what is it, where was it made, and how and much before Sean like gives us the reveal, yeah, like yeah. I will say this: I do like it. Yeah. Yeah. It's not my no, favorite. It's not my favorite, but I like it. It's, okay. it's a little too yeah. sweet for me. It's a touch beginning. sweet. Um, I don't. I, but it's got enough heat for me that I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, I'm drinking whiskey. It, I know it, what's up. It, it seems a little. There's not a lot of there there by virtue of like personality. Um, it's kind of a one note Charlie for me. Yep. Um, definitely could, not in Sean's worst or bottom five. No. Is that the way you want to? No. no. I only have three, I think, terrible decisions. One was the knot. The knot. And then one rock and was rye. rock and rye. And then one was the brown sugar. It was bourbon. the brown sugar bourbon. Oh, that, that was that fucking, <laughs> fucking Wait, nightmare. Hey, that shit tasted great on my oatmeal the next morning to get I into my head. I seem to remember uh, somebody bringing in bird dog. Oh, yeah, yeah. That happened too, right? Not I. That was him. Yeah, I didn't bring in bird dog. Yeah, you did. Did I really? One of you guys did. definitely brought it. I don't remember I didn't, that. I didn't yeah. We've done 71 I think was, I episodes. Think was, um, See how many hours it is? I don't remember fucking what I did yesterday. <laughs> that was that was early days. That was definitely okay. early whiskey Back in rail. Aaron's but we, old den of uh, iniquity. No, it was. Yeah. In, in Aaron's um, low ceilinged flop house. <laughs> flop house. <laughs> I thought I was going to see the and tramp like, hey, dude, from fucking your, Dick uh, Tracy. Is your roommate going to put a shirt on? No. no? <laughs> no. Oh, yeah. All right, cool. Is he going to be here the whole time? <laughs> oh, hanky stanky, dude. Um, yep. It's like a but, living, breathing Ken doll we could all play with at your house. Well, be, so how about a reveal, homeboy? Yeah, let's all do right. a reveal. You're going to be very surprised. You're close because it is Canadian. Okay. This is something I've I've never tried before, but I always saw it at bars next to its more popular brother. Uh, it's Seagram's VO. Whoa. Yeah. How, okay. Well, first of all. What makes a Seagram's a VO? I don't know. It's still in a plastic bottle, so it's not that fancy. <laughs> no, that's interesting. Yeah. I would have guessed that never. Yeah. Um, There's no way in hell I would have. You know what this would go great with, though? Bark's diet root beer. <laughs> you and your diet sodas. You always were like, this will go great in Coke syrup. I'm like, mix it with Coke like an American. No, this is good. Right? Verner's. No, I don't what? hate it. It's Vernon's. <laughs> no, don't get me wrong. I don't want to sit and sip this all night. No, it's not. It's. But, 
it's whiskey. It's, okay. it's not bad. Well, no, I love how okay. it immediately changed for you too. You're like, no, this is. No. I'm gonna say I don't hate it, and then I'm like, it's Seagull's Vino plastic bottle, and you're slowly. I turning. don't hate it. No, because we I gave you what we thought. I was very. Yeah. I said like it's okay. It's one note. Yeah, it's fine. I, and I can't remember yeah. if it was. Uh, There's no. It's got no like. Uh, Middle. No, no, it it has a it has a finish on the palate. It's very angular, like hot. Yeah, um, yeah. It's got some of that stuff going on. It's not viscous at all. It doesn't it doesn't have a lot of weight or sub uh, substance to it. It just goes zing zing, and then it's definitely gone. So better. Let's, let's better talk than about Seagram the, Seven for sure. Oh, l- let's address yeah, the fucking drinkable. elephant in the room here. Yes, sir. Don't talk I mean, to Sean like that. V- <laughs> <laughs> and I apologize immediately. <laughs> Chedifant. <laughs> the Chedifant. I um dude, by the way, you look great. Oh yeah, I lost like 15 pounds. I know. You look, <laughs> you look fucking great. I gotta keep going. Um VOs are something that are typically reserved. That designation is reserved for cognacs. Mm-hmm. So yeah. what in the fuck makes this Canadian I, whiskey? We would let have me to go. Do I'll some be right back. Research. I'm gonna grab the bottle, which I hid in case. I had it just sitting out right before you guys got right. it, and I was like, oh, that'll fucking immediately well, no, tell them because I would have saw it and went there's no way he's going to pour <laughs> that for us <laughs> Sean's dumb but he's smarter than that <laughs> what kind of a lunatic <laughs> kind of a fucking lunatic does that uh, but yeah like cause I, I, I agree this is better than I would have considered it if you if you told me what it was first so in that regard I gave it more of a chance than I would have had I saw it first and by the way the folks at Seagram's um, I will drink their gin it, I think it's a perfectly adequate dry oh, gin. Oh, oh, their gin is fine. Their vodka, like the bump, smooth the as bumpy can face. Be. Their yeah. vodka, There's, yeah, the bumpy face. Their gin. vodka is on the top tier of well vodkas that you can get. If Absolutely, you can get it as your man. well. It's solid. Absolutely, you know. And yep, Seagram's Vo Canadian. Obviously a blend. That um, bottle, by the way, looked like nobody had touched it since the Reagan administration. When I went in there, it was super dusty. No, wait, no, sorry. Even further back, it has an "I like Ike" sticker on the back. Canada's <laughs> finest. I yeah. doubt that, uh, sir. Well, no, Drake is Canada's finest. And, and Drake either. is garbage. So thanks, Canada. He really is. Uh, I, I Like I said, I'm. it's surprising that it's as good as I would have never considered this at all. Thanks, Diageo so, Beverages Worldwide or whoever the fuck your conglomerate is. It's Diageo Seagram's and Diageo it, uh, kind of the major players. Well, no, Diageo's, Diageo's has every fucking brand. Diageo's okay. from wine to fucking... You know what I mean? Bubble water in a can sort yep. of shit. They do everything. Right. But, you know, I, I'll close it. Um, if you're looking for something to mix with some Diet Dr. Pepper. <laughs> there you go. Diet Dr. Pepper. Fuck yeah. I know about Diet f- Fresca. Because you... Oh, I'd put it with Diet... Son of a delightful bitch. Diet Fresca. You know, I've, I've already had a headache. I, I don't need a Fresca in my life. Diet Wild Cherry Pepsi. <laughs> Am I crazy or is there like twice the aspartame in a Fresca? Uh, obviously. That's what gives it its yums. Yeah, man. The like yum the, yums, The dude. smell gives me a headache. <laughs> It's like, it's like I'm just like eating, you know, MSG. hundred percent. You know, with a chopstick just, yeah. just down in it. Do you never just take Hidden Valley Ranch powder and just rail <laughs> that shit to get your MSG fix? The fuck is Hidden Valley Ranch powder? The powder that you add, the like powder that you add to buttermilk you and fucking mayonnaise to make ranch. They're spi- they're mixed. Are you Oh, you guys make your own ranch? I mean, it's the can. best way to do it's it. It's it tastes better than anything because else. It's, yeah, it's oh, okay. Yeah. So but, much better. But dude, Cuckoo's has a fucking wings. It's uh, they do reverse they wings where they it. dust a whole all these wings in the ranch spice powder, and then you get like buffalo sauce on the side. It sounds so disgusting. But Hidden Valley Ranch it's is like the brand. Yeah, dude. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's the Mercedes of dressing. So there's actually a recipe. How do you not know about no, no, Hidden no. Valley so Ranch? I know there is 
I know that packets of ranch dressing exist. <laughs> yeah, the, the spice. It's all a mix. It's it's MSG and spices. No, because I went on the, the end. I went yeah. on to Epicurious one day, and I was looking for something <laughs> to cook in my slow cooker, and I found this Mississippi roast thing, and yeah. one of the main ingredients is. A packet of ranch seasoning. Yeah. Wonderful. A packet of ranch seasoning. <laughs> what else? A packet of au jus oh, seasoning. Oh, a fucking seasoning. Right. A stick of butter. Yes. That sounds wonderful. I'm so in. Far. And a chuck roast as fatty as you can fucking find it. <laughs> sure. Then you just toss it with pepperoncinis and you cook it for fucking 12 hours. Right. Okay. And it's called a Mississippi roast. It's delicious. absurdly fucking <laughs> delicious. delicious well, like, is because oh Mississippi God. has the biggest fucking obesity problem of any state in our union. Is it really? Yeah. Do no, they, they are the fattest fucks I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> yeah. No, I was stationed in Biloxi, Mississippi in 2005. And let me tell you something. Holy shit. It's all the stories are real, right? All the stories are real. And that's where you want to be fat. Somewhere that's like 105 degrees with 110% so, humidity yeah. so, all the time. And, and they travel in packs much like elephants. Right. And they would come... <laughs> Fuck you, Bobby. They now would, I'm Mississippi people. They would... I, no one from Mississippi is listening to this because they don't have iPhones. Ever since that hurricane, they, Wait, are, so they don't even have so LTE. Let get, so let me get this right. They're still rocking 2G. They get to be <laughs> fat and racist? Fat, yeah. racist, wow. stupid. Poor. Yes. Um, Poor as fuck. Not the best dental health I've no, ever well, seen in my life. Okay. I mean, you know... I, I, I want to open a periodontics clinic in fucking Biloxi. Just crush it. No, I'm gonna it's, make not, it. it's not God. that they're underserved. It's that they don't care and they're no, not going to they pay for it anyway. So it doesn't matter. So we would go to the casinos, which there was uh, riverboat, right? riverboat type yeah. casinos. Yep, yep. And um, that or they had to be like X amount of feet off of the shore. Mm-hmm. And so there was places like the Grand and like I would go there all the time. I used to play poker down there with sure. a blast. Um, honestly, I had a blast in Biloxi. I don't want to fuck around. I really had a lot of fun. I met one of my best friends in the world down there. Did you lose your virginity to I, um, uh, a very nice hooker like Biloxi? Five. Well, I know, but Biloxi, <laughs> I'm just imagining Matthew Broderick in Biloxi Blues to go back oh, to yeah, Broderick no, and awkwardly lose your virginity to I a I think my kid was like a teenager at that point, but no, I didn't. Um, that would have been awesome, though. It would have been. Sounds wonderful. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Biloxi, uh, you would go to these buffets at the casinos. And trust what me, be in those trust buffets? me, my friend, never get between those ladies and their shrimp oh, cocktail yeah. because what? they Why will chew there? through you exactly to get to the fucking Absolutely. shrimp cocktail. Why is there one very small lane and one big lane? Oh, this is mostly rascals coming through here. Yeah, this, this is the rascal lane. <laughs> what what did that buffet comprise? What was it comprised of by um, virtue of items? There was always shrimp cocktail. There well, was always like crack. To, I mean, because kill like you lots that. of shrimp in the Gulf Stream. Right. Mm-hmm. right. Um, I went shrimping, as a matter of fact. Shrimp in the Gulf Stream. Um, <laughs> shrimping ain't easy, but it's necessary. Super necessary. Um, I actually saw some bull sharks while I was shrimping. No yeah. Shit. Swam right by me. Yep. Yep. Care less, and the guy right? I was out there with was just like, don't even worry about that. I was like, really? Because I've heard that's the most aggressive shark it on is. planet it's, Earth. It's it a is. shark. Number and one. he's Let's like, just oh, it's just a bull. Shark. It's this is an old bull shark. No, a bull shark. And I'm like, no, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> and if I run into a stream, he'll follow me up into the freshwater the and great, eat me there. The right. great white shark gets a bad rap because they used it in Jaws, but Jaws is loosely based on that story from the New Jersey shore where that one yes. shark went down, and that was a fucking bull shark. A bull shark. That bit like right? six different people. No, they're a nightmare. The scary thing about them is one, they are the most aggressive. They bite first, ask questions later. Secondly, yep. they can con- they can uh, control the amount of urea in their bloodstream, so they can live in fresh water for yes. up to a year. So if there is, uh, that's why I'm like, 
Hi, I would like to swim in your fresh body of water. Right. How far away is the ocean that's connected to it? I need to know or else I'm not going no, in here because I have a, a paralyzing shark problem. There's <laughs> a YouTube video somewhere um, of a goddamn bull shark attacking a horse in the middle of a stream in Australia. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Scat fucking horse. This, horse. Guy, this guy's walking his goddamn horse and across a stream. And all the horse is like, are you fucking and kidding he's like, me right what? now? What? <laughs> is, is that you a know what he shark? Said? Of course. Of course. <laughs> I'll take this over the glue factory any day. Yeah, I'd like to go out like a real horse getting eaten by a fucking shark in the middle of Australia, you motherfuckers. Well, if it's Australia, it was going to be a it was going to it was either that or a fucking snake or a boomerang or an abidigital. <laughs> abidigital. Have you ever seen Zoolander when he's like the uh, abidigitals? The abidigitals. <laughs> wow, so Whiskey. Whiskey. Good. Good. Canadian. Um, Canadian. All right. VO. We, went, we, did, we, we haven't figured out why it's VO, but that's I'm not worried about it. Very okay. It's very It's very okay. It's sl- pretty okay. Yeah, it should be a PO. <laughs> it's a pretty <laughs> Well, in Canada they pronounce their it's like you know how they, in Russia they say a V is a W essentially, like uh-huh. vodka. It's like that in Canada. So it is actually PO, it's not VO. It's VO. They pronounce it PO. They pronounce P's V's because they're strange people. They, well, granted, Canadians All right. freak I'm going to stop saying stupid stuff. And you know what we need to talk about is fucking movies. I went and saw that fucking hit yeah, movie. Yeah, okay. So before you before you launch into your tirade, let's just go. Let's just. I'm not even going on a tirade. I've let's just of back time things to... up a little bit. Okay. the fr- It too obviously just came out last week. Yes, it did. The first movie. Fucking fantastic. What, what were your guys' thoughts on the first movie? On the first chapter? Yeah. I, I, I thought it was. Fantastic. Okay. Yeah. It was the best horror movie I'd seen in a decade. Uh, outside of Hereditary. Outside well, yeah, Hereditary is yeah, fucking. That, that, Hereditary, that I'm still processing. I'm, Hereditary, I'm still processing. Hereditary it kind of fucked me up. The yeah. most frightening movie that's been released oh, in I the guess last get, five years. Get Out, too. And I, I'm, I, I, I would say you should work for Rotten Tomatoes and just give everything a fucking. <laughs> you, I am so positive about almost everything. I'm always trying to find positive things, and this is the one thing I'm negative about, Bobby. No, Mr. no, no. I'm just saying that all my movies start at like thirty percent, and then and then I work my way up from there. Were you talking about critic scores? You know, yeah. Critics like, are jaded I, I, losers who should all kill themselves. I look at the audience scores, the people that are like me that just like to go see movies, not somebody who's got I skin agree, in the I, game I or is jaded because they fucking have an idea. So you're they, talking about the same fucking crowd that watches the goddamn Big Bang Theory every week mm-hmm. and whatever else bullshit is yeah. on. T- I don't watch that shit, but mm-hmm. like, I'm just saying I don't, I, I get what you're saying. Yes. But I do like the aggregation of like yes. you've movie been to, critics. Okay, and you've I, been to college classes, right? I've been to college Where classes. Where you talk to hey, a professor. I can read. You get all these ideas from a professor who's an expert in this field and really inside they're broken because they can never do anything with it. So they teach and then you get all these ideas and then when you get out into the workplace, you realize, holy fuck, that person's an idiot. That's how I see all critics. Well, no, and I, I buy that. I mean, like those that can't do critique. Perfect those examples. Those that can't like do teach. Every, uh, and those who can't teach teach Jim. Every review that I saw online of Dave Chappelle's new comedy special. Yes. Unfucking believable. Yeah. I mm-hmm. mean, and because they're all so woke and they're also yeah. like caught up in the language it's of it. And they're all caught up in the, you know. Yep. And audience score? Everyone? 100. Close to 100, yeah. right? I mean, yeah. like, because it was it funny I as shit. Loved I, 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 it was funny as shit. We talked a little bit about this last special, week. We never, we never yeah. went down, like, deep into talking about it, but I will say I, that I would recommend, if you haven't watched it, watch it, of course, if you're a fan of comedy, but if you have watched it, watch it again. Sticks and stones. Um, there yep. is his 
timing and his setups. He's doing eight, 10 minute setups yep. for punchlines. That is like unprecedented. Yeah. And he's doing it as good as he's ever done it. Right. I think it's so smart, so self-effacing, so such a different take on the same old bullshit that I, every I, I really was super impressed with how smart this special was. Yep. I and really I, I don't want to get off in the comedy weeds here, right. but like Bill Burr put out his special, oh, which I by the way was awesome. Paper Tiger? By the way, it's okay. hilarious. Yeah. So, but touches on some similar themes. Very similar themes. And I'm going to And take, no one's climbing up his ass. Well, because it's Bill Burr and he's you know the comedian's mean? comedian, right? Yeah. Every, everybody everybody bows expects down it to from Bill Burr. Burr. He's been saying but, things like, he's been saying misogynistic things, lightly racist things forever, I, and never apologized for it. So you, the, the idiots are like, okay, we got to. He's not responding and nobody's firing him. Him, so let's move on to the next person whose right. life we're trying to ruin because our lives are also dog shit. I've, I've got. I, I think I need to. I'm gonna rewatch that again. I did a first pass on Burr's new special. I liked it, but I definitely don't think it was his best yeah. work. Oh no, and I definitely well, don't think it's as good as what Chappelle just put out. It's almost no. a trilogy that I think that, uh, of specials that have come out in the last. And I know we were gonna talk about it, um, but this is what we do. This is what we do. <laughs> um, Bill Burr special, Chappelle special, and then Ricky Gervais humanity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one got lambasted for not being woke enough and being too. Holy fuck, dude! And Gervais out of the three, nightmare. in yeah. my opinion. Easily the best of the specials. Really? It's incredibly smart. Right. It's a little self-aware, you know, but so is Chappelle. Yep. Chappelle's very, very much aware. So. You know? Very much so. And um, it's if you guys haven't seen Humanity mm-hmm. yet, you should definitely see it's that. Been, it's I, been I, for I a while, highly recommend fantastic. it. It's, it. it's fantastic. It's awesome. It might not be for you. Some people you're either a Ricky Gervais fan or he grates on you like Yeah, a, you get it or you don't. Yeah. 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 Very for much sure. So. And it's to each their own. <laughs> if you don't like it, cool. You uh, but you know, if you tell me oh, I didn't like that special, but that new Whitney Cummings one where she brings out the sex doll. Oh my god. Fuck dude, off. Fuck <laughs> off. Yeah. I'm not uh overly now that we've talked about this before too with uh male versus female comics i think it is harder for a female to be funny i think just to to be to be accepted as being funny exactly. is a bigger mountain yeah. to climb for them which sucks um it i does. just don't think she's funny i don't think she's funny either. she this is the thing she's, I think not, she's I don't a like good looking girl that's got a potty mouth and she's, that's very her <gasps> stand-up right? is not like, very funny but i've seen shit that she's been in the writer's room for that's been good like she's good oh, in yeah. the community yeah. and i've also seen her in interviews she's fucking hilarious she's, hilarious. No, she's, she's and, a great guest uh like that yeah. show that chris she Hardwick did at midnight yeah, yeah. yeah. that show at midnight that chris harbert did i was a huge fan of where it was like it was like improv comedy but right. like a game show yeah i love i love that show and she was fucking phenomenal on it uh-huh. but yeah her stand-up i was just like what's going on and she did do something really cool on twitter somebody uh hacked her phone yeah. or no no that's actually not true they didn't hack her phone she accidentally <laughs> um tweeted out a picture oh, yeah. in the bathtub yeah and it included a shot of her nipple yeah and so everyone she deleted it almost immediately right. but everyone screen capped it and was of like course. well yeah trying to blackmail her you know what I mean? Of like, oh, we're going to do this. Plus, we've also probably hacked your phone and all this Jesus, shit. And she just nightmares. released it again. She of was course. like, well, here, fuck you. Fuck you. Know, fuck here you, you go. And which I, which is, I thought was awesome. That's, that's the only way. That's, super baller. That's the only way to, to kind of eliminate that, right? Is to get it out. Yeah. So, I was like, fuck you. You want to see my Let's go name? back Here's around. So, so, fucking it. Yeah, sorry. It, sorry. First we'll circle around. I wanted to see you. I wanted to check your guys' pulse on the first one. And I haven't read the book, so I'm really interested. I read the book. I've, I'm a huge, we all know, kind of my the horror Stephen King. Um, I, I, I highly anticipated the first one, saw it, loved it, yep. very well acted. 
Um, I think it captured a lot of the stuff about the book that was really, yes. really good. Yes, and and, even and eliminated more so. some of the troubling shit that didn't need to be. You mean like the kid gangbang? Yeah, when they're all having a little thirteen-year-old orgy <laughs> yeah. in the book. It's not it's an orgy. Weird. I looked this up. Someone said there's a kid orgy, and I'm like, no, because they're not all fucking at the same time. It's a bunch of guys no, one by one, trainer fucking ass. Beverly. That's called a gangbang. Which, by the way, much. was kind of her idea. So. Um, we all yeah. need to get closer so we can remember. It adds, yeah. it adds, it adds another but layer no of what that. You're thirteen fucking this is, years and old, and this is but, also but, 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 it's 1989. You know. Stephen yes. King is in no, his like hardest drinking and coking days when he's writing it. You can tell because that and the stand, fucking brilliant pieces of work. But even and especially like the unabridged version, like you were talking Oof. about, the stand and it some filler. Even there, the huh? unabridged, even the abridged oh. versions, they have a quite a bit of meandering that they yes. could cut. You could get those books down to probably 900 pages, and they'd be you just could as cut awesome. Out a quarter of it, and it would be fine. Yeah. Um, there's he loves his character development, his backstories, and his cutaways, and that's right. who Stephen King is. Now, but there's really, a reason you hire editors. A hundred percent. There's a reason why you got to make movies, and I think this will lead into what Sean's going to say about the new one. But there's a reason why movies are finite. And there's a reason why you do all that work to get it down to two or two and a half hours or whatever the case may be, because it would be exhausting to do otherwise. Yep. Like you have to do that. So I want to yep. see it because I never have seen it. We haven't. You saw yes. it. I was going to see it yesterday. It didn't work out. So, so it's three fucking hours. That's and when I first, first heard problem. that, when I first heard that, I went, okay, obviously gigantic book, 1100 page book. Sure. I get it. I'm actually stoked that they're actually willing to do that with a horror movie because besides that newest, like it's midsummer un- movie that I haven't seen ones that are three hours. It's right. unprecedented. And pacing wise, I can see why that there's not a lot of three hour horror movies because you need like the, the first it is paced in a way that they're slowly revealing bits of Pennywise and his like reach in the community right. and his deep, dark, like the shit that he can do. And so you keep getting surprised. At the beginning of it, part two, you get a decent, oddly like not necessary scene setting up that Pennywise is back and that he's fucking as vicious as ever. But at that point, okay, you've seen him do something pretty fucked up. As they try to, even if you care enough about the characters throughout the movie, as they keep trying to scare you and keep bringing Pennywise back in to show different scenes, it just fucking loses its luster. Yeah. You just get fucking over it and numb to it. And then, too, honestly... Too many shrimps at the buffet, Exactly. Right? When yeah. the movie was two hours in, I was like, we got to be like five, ten minutes until this thing's over. And we had an hour left. Right. And there's wow. like... So you guys read the book. There's a part where... The, the ritual that they need to do... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Spoilers. They changed the ritual fundamentally into something different. And before, in order to complete that ritual, they added this thing where each of them needs to go find some sort of token yes. or totem. Yeah, they, was that in the book? Yeah, that was in the book. Okay, that was in the book. So I thought that they just created all that for this new thing. So that no. that that part's kind of cool where you're going and seeing each person's specific trauma right. that Pennywise has used against them and stuff. But you already kind of, they didn't elaborate more on it than it already was. You're like, oh, fucking homeboy is afraid of getting sick. So here's the guy with his fucking bleeding out, leper bleeding out of his face again. Right. And, uh, at no point did I thought they were going to do something cool with Beverly's dad and have him come back because right. I thought they did that in the book too. Where I don't kinda, remember. I don't remember but that. Beverly's dad. I feel like they left that a little on, not a lot of closure on that. Mm. And it just got the only saving grace of this fucking movie for me was Bill Hader was fucking hilarious. Bill yeah. Hader was on point the whole movie. He made me laugh. But at the same time, he made me laugh so much. And there was so much comedy that the tone shifted so hard. And yeah. then tried to get back into horror. I felt like I was on a weird seesaw. And yeah. I didn't. And I've read that. And that happened halfway through at the halfway point, too. So at that point, I'm numb to the comedy. I'm numb to this. I'm numb well, to it moving all over the place. And I just want the fucking thing to be over. And yeah, having read the book as a kid, like the, the, the novel is very much the same. Like everything with involving the kids. The adolescence 
it's I read all some fucking key magic. differences though. There were some yeah, key differences. Um, so like, I don't know, like like they talk but, about that they don't at the end. Well, okay, I won't ruin. Well, like, this isn't really ruining anything. At the end of the book, as soon as they stop, they all start forgetting again and stuff. And then Michael's trying to like, yeah, write right, the right, journal. Right, right. No, in this, in this, they're like, nope, we magically all remember now and we'll remember forever. Like they don't lose, start to lose it anymore. So that kind of mysticism. Right. It's an interesting choice. Yeah, but um, they I, also fucked with how the being is presented at the end. They completely changed. Well, that. Really? let's be honest. Based on the first TV series oh, when that came out, Tim yeah. Curry digital Tim, spider that bullshit fucking garbage crab, at the end of that or whatever movie the fuck it was. Yeah. Literally, <clears throat> it may go down in at, it may go down in history as being one of the worst blunders. At, at the end yeah. of something. Because before that, people were digging it. Tim Curry did a great job. Was yeah. it digital? <laughs> it, well, it was, it was like, like, you know, whatever, whatever that would they be at the it. time. Wait, so it was are we mapped. talking like, like are we talking Ray. Dire Straits music video digital effects? No, kind of no, thing? No, 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 no. It's like Ray Harryhausen fucking... <laughs> uh, it was rough, dude. <laughs> it was brutal, and it kind of... It really, I've still never seen that one. I it, never saw the miniseries. It really Tim Curry's damp. fantastic in it. And yeah. like everyone was saying, like everyone was that that miniseries, everyone was glued to the goddamn screen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um until yeah. Like but right at the end, like, and, the and, and everybody grows me? up and then it, it same thing. Well, the way like, I read about the way it's written, because I you're you've got the book right underneath your fucking right. well, it's a, uh, it, in the book, right the, what I remember from the book a spider and I creature. It is, but it they almost describe it as something like almost um Almost like Cthulhu-ish. Yeah, yeah. They don't really more, more demonic. It. Yeah. yeah, it's like it's not specifically described, which, which leaves a lot of leeway for a filmmaker to do whatever they want. Yeah, and that's the good part. The bad part right. is you're trying to make something that wasn't really described exist. So and wait, it course, was a book where Stephen King was aping H.P. Lovecraft. <laughs> yes. That, he, uh, whoa, he was vaping. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, let's just say this. Let's say instead of instead of making something really just like even because uh, a lot of those kinds of monsters kind of just I don't give a fuck. Like right. Cloverfield is a movie that structurally and the way it was made as a found footage movie kind of redefined found footage movies compared to the, how it started with Blair Witch Project. But when they showed me the fucking thing, I'm like, you can't really animate anything that really scares me anymore. I don't give a fuck. Right. And right. so they might have thought that because all they have is the bottom half of a hermit crab. And then from the waist up, it's still the fucking clown and that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I, it's kind of like, eh, well, it is what it is. But I mean, like I, I think right off the bat, you, when you told me how long the movie was three hours, imme- and four imme- immediately red flags went off for me because there are specific types of genres of movies that work better with a long kind of drawn out thing. Horror is not one of them. Yeah. Um, you're, serotonin and adrenaline keep dumping. I get scared, yep. I get scared, I get scared. And after a while, like you said, you're going to go numb. So I just unless, didn't give a fuck. I mean, then they got tried. a really clever arc that you can create throughout the course of the movie to expand over three hours. But dude, this was three hours long in the middle of a movie that already took place. Mm-hmm. So you're jumping in midway into a story because the first one already came out, and now it's going to be three hours long from here. And didn't the whole book go that back and forth? A little tedious, like you man. don't get yeah. all of it. No, 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 it goes back die. and forth at the same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They didn't do that with these for uh, I don't know what the reasons are. Maybe it sucks to try to do that structurally for a screenplay. But Maybe you just got, for the actors. So you got the really I say, interesting. I bet it was literally part. cheaper. Yeah, it was probably cheaper. Probably cheaper. Well, yeah. and they try to. The thing is, is they try to keep the same feel apparently. 
because in the second one, they keep going back to these scenes that don't really matter or mean anything with the kids. And they're using these kid actors, but they're also using that technology to make them look younger. So they look a little too soft. Oh, like yeah, their yeah, skin yeah, looks yeah. slightly animated. Yeah, well, that's You're the like, other part of kid actors yeah right? finn wolfhard's like a grown yep. man now almost yeah. and so they're like his voice you could tell is kind of different right and i'm like okay so they're trying to keep going back to give you that feel but at the same time if they didn't do that with the first one what the fuck do you need to do what are you adding all these parts that are i based on the size of that fucking book they're probably parts that are in it but they don't help move the, the story forward right. very well right. Right. right 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 well i i mean i'm gonna watch it because i just i, you I have to it. you're a horror guy but um how was skarsgård Skarsgård was good, but I mean, he didn't get a whole lot of opportunity to be as Scars as because this guy's just creepy as fuck. He's also in the Stephen King based show Castle Rock. Yeah, yeah, for he's sure. in there. And I'm like, dude, is this guy just doing every Stephen King property? Is <laughs> right. the creepiest motherfucker alive? Yeah. He's good, but I mean, like, I feel like he blew his whole wad with the last one. He was fucking next level in the first. Yeah, he really was. And in this one. He's not, and the, the setting the tone with the way they introduce him with like, oh, he's killing these like adult guys who were getting beat up at the carnival, one of them for being gay, apparently. And and it's like, um, it just didn't have anything to do with anything right. except showing you, hey, Pennywise was hanging out by the river. So when the guy fell in the river, he like bit his shoulder off and like you've seen him bite shit before and you're like. And then it's like it part two. And I'm like, that's like, this is like, reminds me of Jaws 2, where it's just like the fucking yeah. shark. Right. All right. Now sit through this three hour right. meandering right. set of bullshit. Well, that's, Jaws 2, they spent like half the movie in that fucking cove. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Just I hanging like out the on ending a of Jaws 2, though, where yeah, he no, holds Jaws up the fun. fucking yeah, yeah. electric wire. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> why? Apparently didn't fry him. Yeah. Right. Why that <laughs> happened? Nobody still knows that. But yeah. It was no. uh, it was Electric Junction or something. What do they call well, it? So you mentioned uh, Castle Rock. Did, did yes. you enjoy that first I season? I enjoyed Castle Rock. So I saw the trailer for the second season. Yeah. Um, it is Lizzie Kaplan, mm. who is just a tasty little morsel of comedy gold. Yes, she is. Oh, she's just delightful. And um, she's going to play Annie Wilkes. Yeah. From Misery. Yeah. And whoa. apparently the whole second season of Castle Rock is they're kind of reimagining and redoing okay. Misery. Fucking Misery. Because the first season Which, is mixing things for everybody. Right. Now no, I'm thing. sure there's going to be, you know, they're going to still give you lots of Easter eggs and tie everything together of course. and blah, blah, blah. But it, it seems like Lizzie Kaplan is going to be kind of the cornerstone of the show. It's Sweet. like sort of, yeah, cool. which I'm, I'm in whatever she wants every, to do. every iteration of Misery has been great. Uh, they, what was the Broadway version? Someone, who are the two people in the Broadway oh, version? Oh God, I didn't know there was a thing. They didn't did, know, they did a Broadway a straight thing? play version for a long time and the the two people they horrible. had in it, yeah. no, the two people they had in it were fucking fantastic and it got rave reviews. Well, the problem from is all it, the why audiences do, why and do people the continually want to go back to the well that's already produced gold like there why don't you fix the bad sure. movies don't go back to the shit that's well, no, they're already not fixing it. the theater is you know a completely saying, different though? medium and to have misery happening in front of you with people theater has a different feel to it Obviously. and you can get away with doing it because you don't need to show too many different environments that's a perfect thing to translate because it's one set yeah one scene mm -hmm. no i get it i'm just saying performance wise it's kind of hard to beat old old big baits over there yeah oh, true. man that yeah, Jimmy Kahn. Oh, Jim as Paul Kahn. Come on, dude. Oh, Jimmy. <laughs> Shit. Don't Best performance me. since he smacked that dude in the head in The Godfather, man. <laughs> <laughs> that movie he was in, I told you about, where he played the secluded guy that. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Where the kids break into his house and put the cameras up. That shit was fucking. That Crazy. was pretty dope too. Right. Well, Jimmy Kahn, baby. But I am. Uh, I'm definitely gonna go see it. Uh, it. It being it. 
And um, is there any other movies that are coming out? There, there, I've seen quite a few. As we get around October, this yeah, is this my is time sort of, of the, the year. Weirdest time. This is when all the horror shit comes out. It's exactly. Fan fucking tastic. Um, I I want to go see Midsummer. I'm sure it's almost out of it's, theaters. No, now. it's way out of theaters. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I will we'll check it out when it when it'll it be hits. plexified. Very, It'll be very plexified. Soon, yes, it will. Plex, it will. Plexico Burris. Um, but what else is what came out? Oh, that fucking. Um, Oh, what's that fucking movie? Hustlers or whatever. Oh, the J- J-Lo stripper J-Lo movie? stripper heist movie. Apparently it did pretty well. Yeah? Fair, fair yeah. enough. I mean, I don't know. It's not my... I'm sure I'd watch it just because... It's like because... Ocean's Eleven, but it's like... It's Cinnamon's Eleven. It's, it's great. <laughs> it's uh, coming to the stage. Yeah. Candy. Yeah, Candy. Uh, this is a weird time of the year. I haven't been able to get in anything TV-wise. I haven't been... You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, well, we're waiting for a lot of fall shit to start. Yeah, yeah I mean, exactly. it's all like Silicon Valley's coming back. We, you know... So excited. That's you super said, excited about oh, that. I'm going to start going back through it, and I've burned through four seasons already. I'm oh, back yeah. going all the way back. Nah, it's I'm, fucking I'm actually fantastic. going through it back-to-back so for the second time, like, in the last two months. It's like, I, I love it. Plus, I'm re-watching Veep. Glad that I've sh- never seen an episode of oh, Veep. I that know show I need to watch is it. fucking hysterical. I hear not, I, it's one of those shows where it's like, oh yeah, oh I'll, I'll get around to that one day. Julia yeah. Louis Dreyfus has the most acerbic fucking mouth on her. <laughs> <laughs> she, you know what she was really great in? It, it was in Arrested Development. You know, like uh, I was playing oh, the blind, blind, blind uh, lawyer. attorney or the, she was the fucking yeah, she was hilarious. Hysterical. Like you forget how how many good comedy chops she has. Yeah, like yeah. she's just genuinely a funny woman. Yeah, I, I, we need another one of those. Like I, I don't know. She I can't believe one neither year. neither of you guys have watched Veep. No, like, I that, know. that should be. On it's your one of those things where I keep hearing about it and then it falls by the wayside. But like Arrested Development was one of those things where I caught on the next the first year I didn't watch it. The second year I was balls deep. Yeah, yeah, but don't you think the first two seasons were really good and then it kind of the third season had really funny parts, but it didn't like you could tell that they rushed the last few episodes because yeah. they were canceling it and they were clearly the begging fourth to not season be canceled. Is a very weird, artsy, avant garde. Let's show each episode as each person's backstory. Well, they couldn't get and everyone in the same room five. together. I right. couldn't watch five. They couldn't get everyone to show up on set I at watched, the same time. I watched so, all the seasons, yeah. but it was funny. It was funny how they were addressing the ridiculousness of what they were attempting to do. Yeah. Let's start a show up again after seven years, right? And everybody's old, and it was yeah, funny watching them trying to like fucking normal manage that though, like manage what Michael Sarah looks like now opposed to then, and manage yeah. what I I enjoyed the the comedy within the comedy. Like, right? It's stupid and ridiculous. We're doing this right now. But we're still going to do it. I didn't know there I, was a fifth season. So There yeah. was a fifth season. <laughs> yeah, I just finished yeah. it. I didn't watch the fifth one. I watched the fourth one. They, but they're more all together in the fifth one. Yeah, they oh, no. the only The only person you've lost in that whole shuffle was uh, was Portia de Rossi. Yeah. So Everybody else came it? back. What happened to her? I she know. just gets she, to chill in Ellen's mansion and fucking eat food and do nothing. She shit her, else to man. do, dude. Good yeah. She's her. not doing any other acting. Ellen's so she was just like, fucking whatever, dude. Yeah. She did a brief little... I think it lasted two seasons before it got canceled. It's actually pretty fucking good. It's called Better Off Ted. Oh, yeah. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, I, remember I never watched She's it. She's funny as shit in She's that show. She's talented, yeah. talented lady, man. So anyways. But one of the better casts you will ever see ever on one screen at the yeah. same time. And I mean, to oh, be yeah. fair, I, too. It, when, was, it was an embarrassment When that was going on, talent. the first three seasons were happening. None of those people were necessarily superstars. Not at all. Then after the third season, you got Michael Sarah hits with Superbad, and then he's wanted for everything. You got fucking Jason Bateman, who's fucking neg- like top he, he tier He can do whatever he wants to do. And by the way, when is fucking Ozarks coming back? Ozarks season three? Get it. Yeah. So good. Motherfucker. Fantastic. I love if that. You guys one of my favorite, one of the 
one of the smartest written shows I've ever seen. Yeah. It's and, fucking and he's amazing. ridiculous. Anyway. All right. So TV okay. we talked about. Yeah. What fucking so Bobby's got a special song by a guy who we all want to fillet. <laughs> and we talked about on this podcast ad nauseum, Mr. Mike, I can sing anything. Fuck you and fuck your mother, Patton. So I need That's to look this up because I can't I can name. never remember the name of the guy that he collaborated on this with. Um right. Quincy Jones. Um it was certainly not. <laughs> um you, uh, we call him Q. Yeah, you kind of threw this one at me. Sorry. Oh, I'm sorry, L.A. This might dude. Take I, a, I didn't realize that's what you guys called him at this the craft services table. Fucking edit. It's uh, Jean-Claude Vernier. Yep. Vernier? Vernier. Yeah, Vernier. Um, the song that I've been listening to um, is called Corpse Flower. Corpse Flower. Yeah. And, um, Fantastic. It's it's a weird... Not fucking, On Top of the World? It's a... Or they... Okay, so I think On Top of the World is actually the album. Oh, okay, cool. But he cool. references in Corpse Flower... Got it. Um, and I might be wrong on this, but the song, I believe, is called Corpse Flower. Um, he references On Top of the World in one of the lyrics, which is one of the dopest lyrics I've heard in a long time. Right. If I get on top of the world, I'm going to take a shit on this earth. Right. Kind of thing. Right. It's very Mike Patton, and he pulls it off. And um, I, I, I just love it. I didn't even know this was happening as a huge Mike Patton fan. Like, I had no idea until, it, like, I'm in a Facebook group. Right. You know, right. called Everything Patton. He also doesn't seem like the kind of guy who markets the living shit out of himself. Right. So no, it's not, not like all. he's pounding oh, it over people's heads. he could care hands. less who's listening. I mean, that's kind of what makes him so amazing. Right. But uh, he did work with this gentleman, the Jean-Claude Vanier. Um, He put out some, like, real slow, old-school 20s French uh, oh, I, like I, I, cafe I'm music. And I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. I, I reversed that. Corpse Flower is the album. Okay. Oh, okay. On Top of the World is the song. Got it. Yeah. Got sorry. it. Sorry. So let's listen to it. And then oh, it gets like a little, like, then it gets medley. Yeah, he does a lot of that And then shit, it man. gets fucking Welcome like R&B. Welcome like to Mr. Fucking, Bungle. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, dude, do you yeah. want to know that that band's still never been defined? Like that, yeah. where that'll do you, where do you go put down that as fucking, one. Where does Tower Records put that motherfucker? You know what I mean? In the world section. It's art, Next to it's, Afro-Kelt. <laughs> it's, it's art rock and more art rock on top of art rock. And that's what he's always done. Um, I'm a huge fan of his other projects that he's done, like Fontamas and Tomahawk. Um, I really enjoy his other projects. Peeping Tom, I thought that was a great album he put out with oh, Razel, yeah, yeah. which is hip-hop influenced. So yeah, Sean, he can do fucking anything. He can do Lavage. anything. No, and we went Lavage. over all that when we went and we did Lavage. the whole... Uh, when well, we did the yeah, whole album, what, uh, what Faith No More album was it that we did? Angel, Angel Dust. Angel Dust. So we did when we did that whole album. We spent that second episode also touching on the crazy 
like, you yeah, know, we went all over the place crooner type shit he was doing. And we were like, right. Yeah. So if you guys want to hear more about like really deep dive on Mike Patton, hit up the, those that, two that Facebook group that you're on. Cause I also get it is everything Mike Patton or everything. Yeah, Patton. I think it's everything yeah. Mike Patton. And, yeah. and go, if you're a fan of this, that type of music or Mr. Bungle or faith, no more. They, they have, they update constantly. Well, and he's so stupidly prolific. Yeah. That like that group is really valuable. Because I can't fucking keep up. I'm not going to no, write pitchfork everywhere. You can, a lot of that shit doesn't end up on those kind of websites exactly. either. You know, so the group is actually really cool because people are always posting videos like, hey, have you ever seen this? And yeah, I'm like, check no, out, I've never seen that. Yeah, check oh out God, this new amazing. video. Yeah. yeah, check out this new set from 1992 that nobody's yeah, ever seen. Right. They do have some cool posts like and that. And he shits all over Anthony Kiedis for 30 <laughs> years. So I'm um, super down with that. Super down. Uh, I've never seen a band dress up as another band and mock them while covering their music. Did they do the socks? Um, while covering their music and opening for them, if I remember, oh, yeah, that, like yeah, that turned into a huge. They got kicked off the. Tour. They got kicked off the. Tour. Um, and it's been it's been <laughs> rock legend forever. Yeah. Yeah, ever there's since. some of those times. There's very few of those that you can really point to anymore. Those like weird dynamic, like when fucking. Guns N' Roses refused to play in like Montreal or something and Metallica was supposed to open but Metallica yeah. just played a full show and then oh all of a sudden Metallica's on the way up and fucking Guns N' Roses are yeah. on the way down down to November Rain Town <laughs> yikes dude I, 17 you know, I, I'll music be, video I'll be honest I never understood Guns N' Roses and I'm from LA and I never got it I didn't understand it Axel then. doesn't even fucking get it I don't understand it, it now I really? tried to like, uh, like when you listen to Appetite for Destruction, you don't just doesn't do anything for me. Oh, I wow. enjoy it. I just uh, never really got like no, it makes my dick hard. Like I love I get Appetite for Destruction. I get it. I just it at it was one of the dirtiest, kind of grimiest rock albums I've ever heard. Maybe because I had to yeah. walk around and look at guys that look like that all yeah, the time with sure. the bandanas and the fucking probably leather pants. led to me disliking the music. I yeah. was balls deep in hip hop at that point I wasn't trying to listen so, to a bunch of scrawny you know fucking heroin dudes listen to uh, Duff McKagan yeah yes on uh, WTF yeah, with you, Mark Maron yeah, yeah you told yeah, me yeah. about that and it, it might even turn you on just to listening to some GNR again just listening to him talk about that whole era right. and how that all happened oh, was, and how I mean, that it was all that era about I mean, part of the zeitgeist yeah. Yeah. Talk about it's amazing is it an era though I mean they had was, Appetite was, for Destruction fantastic Use Your Illusion 1 and 2 is like eh. and then they dis a fucking pier before they tr actually churn out this spaghetti incident well spaghetti incident was live wasn't it live no. yeah, that was covers, lot of, right? I think it was a mix it was covers and a couple live. of live tracks a bunch of punk yeah, covers, yeah. I remember that and this GNR Lies was just and like old B-sides and they shit they worked or on whatever. Chinese Demos. Democracy for like 20 years and when they released it they it was just Axel shit. it was just yeah. Axel and that <laughs> album is uh, is it an album I tried to listen to one song from Chinese it's Democracy it's one went, of the shittiest things that's ever happened in America it's worse than the Metallica last week was September 11th worse than Determined <laughs> so aside from September 11th and internment camps, it was definitely in the top five of worst things um, ever happened. No question about yeah, it. I mean, um, we've got a lot of atrocities way, that we've committed. I mean, I'll if you put want to it right on top of Pearl Harbor. <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah. going to go neck and, and neck. that was a shitty day. Neck and neck. <laughs> but Chinese democracy was rough, Yeah, but they've, rough, they've subsequently built back Pearl Harbor. We always have Chinese democracy. God, and it's always going to be <laughs> the, exactly the same. Oh, it's horrible. Uh, horrible. I love that song, though. You know I loves me some Michael Michael Patton. Yeah, uh, I was so fan. thrilled so when I saw that pop up. So what obscure hip-hop and or sad, sad, sad song do you have for us? I'm so glad you asked, Sean. 
Um, there's these, I have, I know nothing about them. I, again, when you go down the rabbit hole on YouTube, thank God for those are the good algorithms. There so you go. I get, I get shit popping up that I would never see in a thousand years. Like your buddies, like yeah, I, once you go down the rabbit hole far enough, this is a group from what I can tell. It's three guys, two white guys and a, and a black dude. And there's, they're both two MCs and a DJ. As far as I can tell, they're called, believe it or not, shredders. Nice. Just rando. Shredders, and the song is called Suburban Bass, but bass, B-A-S-E, not mm, bass, like okay. ace of bass. See, I thought it was going to be clever and be suburban bass with the, but now it's the reverse. No, it's more bass, like free basing. Oh, I thought it was more so bass, like So they don't sound anything bass. like ace of bass? There's a there's if, they, ob- if this doesn't sound like it's some bass I'm out. Bobby I mean, looks so it, upset. There's, there's I'll, obvious. I'll listen to it. Whatever. They've obviously heard <laughs> Ace of Bass before. I won't say they stole from them directly. Um, have they, they have seen, two ears and a heart? Don't they? Have they seen the sun at all? <laughs> okay. Or no, it's I saw the sign, not I saw the sun. Yeah, they saw. I the, thought it was. The I sun. saw the sign. I thought it was the sun forever. Um, it right. opened up her eyes. Yeah. Yeah. Get it right, Sean. I know. Christ. Okay. Well, the sun op- doesn't open up people's eyes. It closes them. I should have known right there. So this yeah. is... This I know it's hard to get Ace of Base, uh, you know, bootlegs when you're living in a sewer. <laughs> little chuddy. <laughs> oh, chuddy buddy. My little chuddy buddy. Play the fucking song. <laughs> Maybe I grew up like a piece of shit. Maybe I'm pathetic, babies. I ain't got nowhere to care. They just spread it like they better who the fuck is this. And then I'm on them like no other I can take the gifts and leave on my body what they look for when they buying shit. I exude this quality they simply cannot get. For dollars, the authenticity does not exist. For nothing, give me something. What the fuck you want? I'm beat up. I feet up. I sit back with those crack. I'm relaxed. Got the wind in my back. What the fuck did y'all want? My vision blown in the wind of if it will or if it won't Then again no one is coming to get you Better listen for the engine when it's lit up in a piston Runner, runner, piston, vinegar, venom and cynical vigor Don't get you a bit stop bitching, let's get in the way But I go with it, so vivid, so vicious in it My heart's like, my soul's different I beat back my depression with both fists And I run digits, numbers up and down Fucking up accounts if they're what amounts But I'm, but I'm okay, okay Heart pump like an 808 I cannot fade, look at the state of play Tell me you ain't afraid What a little mama I like that a lot, man I like that. It's Good, fun. solid fucking lyrics, and I like the Prodigy style kind of a harder electronic beat. It feels like San Francisco to me. Okay. Style. I'll buy that. It feels, yeah. I don't know why, but I was like, that sounds like Bay Area shit. It's because they, they do mix their EDM and their mm-hmm. hip hop frequently. And they dre- they, they like look like they're from. <laughs> I remember <laughs> seeing a guy who was actually <laughs> right. pretty fucking talented. Are they drinking Fernet and Irish coffees? Yeah, yeah, yeah right. exactly. Yeah, There's a know. dive bar who had like a. <laughs> Yellow chartreuse. Uh, There's a dive bar I used to work at. I worked the door at, and they would have a hodgepodge of the weirdest groups, but. Uh, this is like 2005, 2004, and they had a guy who would come out and he would like spin fucking crazy EDM like that, but then mm. he'd rap over it and everybody's like, what the fuck is going That's on? Right. They also had these two Polynesian guys who would do covers of exclusively like bad 80s songs and Tenacious D songs. They were like, they had the beats for fucking Jack and, uh, wow, KG, just perfect. Right. So they would do that with their, and they just had two acoustic guitars, but they would do like, they did a fucking version of Bon Jovi. Wanted, Dead or Alive, every, every fucking Friday they would do the song and the entire bar was in it. There was just like, they wouldn't even do anything. They would just hit silence and everybody would be like, Wanted! 
it? <laughs> and you can hear it for blocks. Like people, these guys were dope, but that EDM shit with rap, it's that was before its time and then, but is that becoming more common now? I just think I, I think depending on where you're where you choose to get your music from, uh, we're still very much you can you can you can pinpoint geographically where people are from based on what they sound like, That's especially true. with hip hop. You know when you're listening to West Coast shit. You know when you're listening to East Southern. You know yeah. what I mean. Even yeah. that mini that Minnesota shit, that Rhymesayer style. Yeah. Like yeah. Florida has their own that style. Rhymesayer like, style you can only get when it's that fucking cold. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You got to be really, uh, you got to be really annoyed and angry. Yeah, to, 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 I think so uh, in Greaves coming to. Mm-hmm. Coming to yes. Yeah, we this, talked about that. Oh, yeah, by the way, he has a new joint that's fucking hot as fuck. I'm not yeah. Greaves isn't one of my like top guys out of that. No, nah, for sure. But, but he'll eat your got, soul. He's got a he's got a he's got a dope ass new song that he just put out. I, I think forgot, I have to get the name uh, of it. Do you really? Yeah. Should be fun. Oh, yeah. do you get free tickets from your radio girlfriend? Hey man. You Fuck know how you, I, dude. You know how I Where's my ticket? I ain't sticking around for the fucking cheer. <laughs> my fucking ticket, bro. <laughs> what at the act? Yeah, I think we're gonna okay. go to the act. Oh Dude. yeah, speaking of tickets, I figured Which that... I've seen him there. I forgot that I've actually seen him there before. That's that's crazy. Brian Sayers come through this town for I know, some unknown reason. Yeah, I I've saw seen fucking him there Immortal before. Technique here in two thousand nine. Yeah, for real? Yeah. He only did a forty five minute set though. It was like super quick. It was done and over. Aesop's been here like three Aesop's times. Been here, yeah. and I can't wait for the next um, time. Souls of Mischief, yeah. Brother Ali. What's his face from uh, the main? Uh, Ch- uh, Charlie Tuna. It's been here like multiple times too. From no, Jurat J5. Yeah, from J5. Yeah. Even though he's done more after J5. Since I, I don't. I, and then what the fuck? His career stopped as soon as that, that uh, RJD2. RJD2. He's been here. And so is, uh, what was it? Emancipator? Hey, yeah, speaking, yeah. Of, speaking of this era, what happened to Lyrics Born? <laughs> Did all area crews fucking. Wow. Scoop him up or what? <laughs> no, no. Apparently, Atmos was here. No. Uh, yeah, atmosphere. Yeah, yeah. just slug. Um, just just slug. Just slug. Yeah. Was hanging out, staying at the Rochester what? last summer, posting shit on Instagram, and, and nobody everything. told him I'd suck his dick. And everybody, I feel yeah. very bad and about like, that. And like he was just like kept posting. People were all of a sudden were like, "Whoa, wait, wait a minute." Yeah, that's the fucking Rochester. Right. So apparently, he like. Came down for some extended stay. Just God to hang out. out. Yeah. Didn't do a he, show. He was just hanging he out. He was just chilling. He right. was just hanging out. He's fucking fit. I saw him oh, uh, dude, at there. Coachella, and he had a full band behind him, and it was epic. Like, him with a full band. So Ant's there spinning some, like, right. doing some basic stuff in the background, but he had a full band, and, you know, sometimes that dynamic shifts, and it makes it either worse yep. or, like, weird. It was just spot on and fucking the sound their, was amazing. Their new album is actually really the best. Like I think I've mentioned that before. Best album they put out in a very long time. Cool, because I kind of fell off after so When Life I. Gives You Lemons. Mm-hmm. I was like, eh. Because no, those this, LP, the EPs he did for a while, the yeah, Sad yeah, yeah. Combat, mm-hmm. Summer yeah. Bad, those were all so good. And then Life Gives You Lemons was okay, and then I kind of fell off. Well, right. I don't blame you. That, but they're they're back in it. And they've got Sweet. some great collabs they've been so doing. So listen well. to Atmosphere, motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah, yeah support sure. your local hip And when is that concert, Bobby? Uh, which one? The Greaves? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Is it this year? September like? 22nd? Something like oh, that? No, so it's, it's like month. this month. Jesus so yeah, Christ. Greaves and Mr. Nice Guy Tour. Durango, Colorado. So what? Uh, Looks like it's September 22nd at 8 p.m. at the Animus City Theater. To, I may have to watch that. Yeah, I may man, have to go check come that out. That'd be fun. Yeah. I'll go, I'll go, I'll go rustle up some Animus tickets. Animus City Theater. Chris, Michelle, give us money. We just pimped you out. <laughs> rustle up something more than tickets, son. Hey. We're going to go see Greaves. Hey, dog. <laughs> nice. Oh, speaking of tickets. So I thought this is a, this is a perfectly awkward time to bring this up because we were talking about how we're all going to go see Kevin Smith. And uh, when he comes to town with the Reboot Roadshow, because he's yeah. doing something similar that he did with Red State, right. where right. he's just touring around with it first. And I guess 
guess if, if your town has Fathom events, bigger cities that have Fathom events, you'll get to see it in theaters October 15th. What is a Fathom event? Fathom events is uh, like an organ, sort of an organization, almost like the, you know how they show like the Met Opera at certain theaters? Oh, Fathom oh, events oh, yeah, are a yeah, thing yeah. where they, in big cities, one theater will be designated as the Fathom events theater where they'll be like, we're going to do like a showing of the Goonies and fucking, or something like that. So they do the, or they do special events where they're like, we're going to do the Avengers, but it's going to have extra footage or something like right, that. Right, I got you. So Fathom events will have it and then you can't see it unless he's touring around with it. And when he hits your town, apparently as soon as he gets to your town, depending on how big your town is, ours is too small for it. You'll be able to see it in theaters in that town for like a couple weeks. And then it'll oh, leave. Okay. He's oh, wow. going to tour around with it. And then it'll come out on video on demand gotcha. uh, uh, later on. So a long time ago when we were saying, Hey, I'm going to go get the tickets. You never responded, Bobby. Nope. And so I only have tickets for me and Aaron. Okay. I don't have a ticket for you. Fair enough. So you need to get a fucking ticket, man. Because you need to come <laughs> with us to that shit. All right. And no, I'm not contacting Kevin Smith. I've tried a million times for <laughs> six years. <laughs> dude, and he's not going to come so on a podcast. Guys, Bobby's like, dude, for you he'll totally come on the podcast. <laughs> he wants to hang out with guys like us. He just want to hang out with fucking idiots. That's... First of all, not a, that's at all. Exactly the way how I you said it. it. That's exactly. Well, it was in text. That's how I read it. No, it was just I a read text. it in your dumb voice. <laughs> I was just like, send this fool an email. Let's just see what happens. That's yeah. all I literally said. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm on some watch so, list for all the emails I sent to him back in the day. So if I send another one, I'm not sure if that violates. By the way, some I think sort I prefaced of... it by saying, "There's no fucking way this ever happens." Yeah. Yes. Obviously. But send this full an email. I, and like I said, it's not the dumbest idea in the world. Who cares? It takes two seconds. Like, and I said, "Go right ahead. You guys have his. Inf- you can find his information. You guys send the fucking email because, like I'll I said, I turn into a red dot on a fucking GPS map if I fucking email him again." <laughs> Did just all I, I was I was I was hanging outside his house collecting hair from his exactly. sewers to make up your your thing with him. Wood. By the way, I don't even love the guy's work. So like I know you don't like obsession, most things. Your obsession with him is remarkable. He helped shape me as a child, like the way that I started spitting off like shit. Like Brody, his characters are how I wanted to talk. No, no, for sure, I get so that. That's, you no, know, it shows. I was like, well, yeah, <laughs> and I'm not way too verbose. <laughs> Goes on too long. Not always funny. Sometimes way too dark. Gotta stop talking about the Catholic shit all the time. We're all on the same page. No. All right. It'll be... I thought it would be just a, uh, a, an interesting opportunity to... to be present for something like well, that. Well, it's cool. We're going to get to see no, the movie I, before yeah. like the, before anybody else in town gets right. to see it. And they're going to do a whole Q&A afterwards. Exactly. That's, so we're gonna that's get to, fun. Yeah. That was the part I was mostly interested in. I think it'd be good for us to hopefully we can get a quick oh, uh, and quick anybody else with them. Anybody else who's going to those things, uh, the last time he came through town, because he comes through every two years, the right. first time he came through, he did Jay and Silent Bob Get Old, which is sort of like a therapy podcast for Jay he does with them where they travel around and they right. do a podcast and they have like fun bits called Let Us Fuck, where they have the audience give them like and my buddy ben ben coley if you're listening his wife carly actually got picked to give them they bring someone up on stage and then they get to like choreograph some sex move that they're coming up with and then they leave the stage for a while and then jay and whoever comes up who was carly my friend's wife got to act it out and then they name it <laughs> so it was what cool was it? it was cool oh i fucking forget but you can still listen to it you can find the durango um episode it was from 2013 i think or t- okay i think and then the second time he came through he just did one of his evening with things right. where it's just ask me questions yeah right but the, he's gotten to the point now where you ask him a question 
the first person asks them a question and that's like a 30 minute to an hour exactly. story where he just on goes on and on. Yeah. So what I'm telling everybody now is if you want to get your fucking question answered and they go, Hey, anybody line up, don't be shy. Fucking jump up in front of one of those two microphones on each side of the stage. If you want to fucking talk to him. Right. Cause I didn't last time I was a little hammered and I, Kitty's like, you need to go talk to him. And I'm like, well, now that you're doing this, like a mom, I'm definitely not going to ask him anything. Cause my brother got to ask him a question once. And it was the dumbest question that you could have possibly asked Kevin Smith because he got so, so fucking. So what's it like being famous? No, this is the this is literally what my brother asked, and I didn't hear about this from my brother. I heard about this from a friend years later who was like, "By the way, I was at that Kevin Smith thing, and your brother asked the dumbest question." Oh, that's and I was like, awesome. "What?" I was like, "What?" Oh my god, fodder for Thanksgiving to destroy him right. further. Amazing. And he's like, "What question did you ask him?" And Brian goes, "I asked him which of his movies you thought communicated to his audience his Catholic upbringing the most." Besides what? dogma. <laughs> and oh. I was like, what the fuck are what you talking about? Even mean? It's like, what's your favorite football movie you've made? You know, besides The Longest Yard. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you fucking? I think he just got nervous. He probably just got nervous because I've seen the fans get nervous up there and no, just kind of fall yeah. apart, you know? Has he ever even mentioned Catholicism in another movie besides Dogma? He mentions little things. Like he has yeah. the, Carrie Fisher played the nun and they have like oh, Catholic yeah, 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 elements. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Um, but it's not a diatribe on Catholicism, or right? No, it doesn't. It doesn't pick apart all these little intricate, like dogmatic problems. If you read the whole Bible and weird, like the plenary indulgence thing, which is fucking fan. That's one of the things I really truly love about dogma. Growing up in the Catholic Church and being like indoctrinated with all these things, and actually having it flipped on its side and going, "Holy shit, yeah, that doesn't make any fucking sense." But taking it so fucking seriously is like, no, I'm legitly taking this all seriously. What would it be like if this was all real and two angels were really trying to get back into heaven? Right. That's why I thought it was super clever. Yeah. Bobby's not a fan. No, I, I don't love it. But you don't it, like Ben Affleck because he makes your dick hard and you don't know why. I, uh, no, that's definitely You said not during true. the account. I know why. You said your dick got hard during the account for two <laughs> but reasons. But that's One, the accountant. It's Ben Affleck. Two, the only thing that makes you hotter than Ben Affleck <laughs> is autism. <laughs> Is he fucking autistic in that He's movie? autistic in that I've movie. I've never seen the fucking You've never movie, seen the account? You no. need to see it. It's fucking Oh dope. my God, dude. I've never seen it. <laughs> it's the badass side of autism. I don't know why they didn't put that on the marketing materials. Yeah, God, they should have. Because I would have been in, in a heartbeat. Exactly. Yeah, it's like, what happens if an autistic Affleck kid gets like... Autistic? Well, you know, so uh, he's on a you have this autistic kid, and then you have his dad, who almost in a Dexter sort of way is like... We're going to try to figure oh, out a way yeah, to, yeah, yeah, to yeah, train yeah. you to be normal, how to connect with social cues, how to figure out social cues, and then channel your, I must get this task done into murdering people for money. Oh. Yeah. And, and, by, also, and by the way, training them, training them in all sorts of hand-to-hand -hand combat their entire, him and his yeah. brother training them since they were children. Right. He was yeah. like an army guy. Oh, okay. Dude, it is That's the only thing he knew how to do. The dumb. mom left because she was over like the way that the dad was trying to deal with it, but... I mean, say what you will, he probably is emotionally scarred by the end of that movie, but at the same time, like, turned him into this fucking epic killing machine. He's a killing machine. Autistic killing machine. Yeah. What but yeah, no, but I mean, know? and I love how you didn't deny that autism made you hard. <laughs> you didn't say it did it. Something I, about no. no eye contact just makes it pulsate. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, what I said was I know exactly <laughs> why it makes me hard. <laughs> Zero eye contact, awkward conversations. I, I'd just go out on a date if I wanted all that. <laughs> I watched an ex-girlfriend drop a cheeseburger in a parking lot that today. That was phenomenal, by the way. scoop it up and throw it right back in the box. <laughs> oh, extra gravel, please. Yeah, bro. She went I'm not saying she's autistic. <laughs>
I just don't know how to finish that sentence. But she no. never could look your penis in the eye. I know. So she might be autistic. <laughs> the eye. The eye. The eye of Sauron. Oh, she's one of those. She doesn't suck it, does she? Is I, it like a rule? Wow. Some uh, chicks have that yeah. rule. She, yep. How is that a rule, though? It's because they're like, I just don't do it. I think that it's, I, I don't know, it's degrading. That's what I, I've heard. I don't even think it was that. I think, and I was like, um, bye, enjoy dying alone. <laughs> she had a just a no oral sex policy. Both so ways. you couldn't munch down on the taco either? Just a no oral sex policy. I like eating pussy, dude. Across I would be pissed if some chick... Katie tried to... Okay. I wasn't thrilled. All right, let's open it. Ryan, <laughs> my brother-in-law Ryan is listening to the podcast now. Ryan, this is the part where you skip ahead 30 seconds. Okay, buddy? <laughs> when I first started dating Katie, she was like, no, no, I don't want you to do that. I don't want you to do that. And it was because of the shitty dudes that she had before that weren't like good at it. And then once I got to fucking perform, um, it was a uh, fucking... Look at you. Oh, yeah, dude. Standing ovation. Yeah. <laughs> Standing ovation at Carnegie, dude. Everybody in their fucking fancy dresses and bow ties, <laughs> clapping for a while. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what they were like all doing there. It the was Apollo super awkward. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I either get woos or I get booed off the fucking stage. Or Sandman. Some, <laughs> some, old, some, old, some old man with a cane drags you off. Yeah, dude. just drags me off. I love fucking. it. All right, Ryan, you can start listening again. Yeah. But um, yeah, some good good music. Uh, obviously I cannot wait going forward. The next few podcasts will be so fun to talk about the horror movies that I know will be descending yeah. upon us. Yes. And, and I'm sorry. I didn't have a song, but I was too busy today. We, we need to figure sorry, out boys. date wise when we're, I, I mean, I feel like we need to do a Halloween centric. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Episode. And, uh, Halloween um, is on a Thursday. And it's honestly, on a Thursday. how would you guys feel about this? And I'm just throwing it. We, we haven't discussed this. Um, I think we should bring in our, and, and not that we're going to watch it, but just bring in our favorite horror movie, period. Mm. Regardless well, favorite of horror movie or like favorite movie? Because I can, watch horror movies year round. Right. What's the ones that I watch but on Halloween or a specific, specific okay. theme? Okay. And we Let's just kind of can go thought. into it, talk filmmakers, talk actors, sure. and just be like, I know hey, my, you know. I, the thing is, is I already know my three that we always watch on Halloween, like, but I'm not going to say them because I'm not going to ruin it for all of you. Yeah, okay. I mean, I mean, do we think that's a good idea? Sure, I think that's absolutely. kind of a fun idea. I mean, we all watch absolutely. fucking Halloween, the original Halloween on Halloween, right? Like everybody does. Well, I mean, everybody were, worth their fucking salt. It's not I'm, out of yeah, line. I, I don't think I've missed that in thirty years. No, I've watched I mean, that movie. Yeah. I've actually I watched that, and then I watched the Rob Zombie remake, the first one, and then I watched. Gross. Uh, what was it? And not gross in a good way. I like the fucking... We've talked no, about this. we beat it to death. We did it. The yep. first Rob Zombie one's not bad. It's kind of cool. So, no Exorcist 3. <laughs> no, uh... No, just going all Halloween. So. Okay. I'll go... I'll, I can go more obscure with yeah. the things well, I watch. Well, dude, Psycho's when I watch every Halloween, too. Um, see, that's interesting because I don't. And I should. Because <laughs> well, it's like Hitchcock. Psycho. Yeah, like, yeah. like Hitchcock's a That's a perfect movie. Master. Yeah, it is, it, 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 is it is pretty awe-inspiring. When you yeah. even looking back on it's a it, phenomenal now, movie. It's amazing. Yeah, and let's face it, it's about mental illness. It's not even yes. about. It's not a exactly. horror it's movie per a, se. No, it, it really isn't. You know, but it is. Um, it's but, a fucking. But we've already movie. we've already gone over like my favorite horror movies, like yeah. so, like with Shining being my favorite. We'll have favorite. to figure out when the fuck but to yeah, record like, this. The, the, just, on Halloween, I'll be at fucking Red Rock seeing Wu Tang, old right. ass Wu Tang. Yeah, yeah. To, so maybe we just do it the week before. Yeah, we'll and do the week before, so you guys can look forward maybe to double that. Double up or something. That third week of October, and we'll. Holy shit! Should we all pick a horror movie and go old school and actually watch it do commentary track like the old days oh, oh 
Uh, a little throwback. Just, uh, little yeah. throwback if action? you guys, if you guys are like, man, I don't like how the whiskey reel got more structured, and it actually may- means something now. This is if you're like, yeah, this is sort of structured <laughs> compared to the way it was, where it's like, okay, we're gonna put on a movie and let's just get shit faced and then just fuck and off say for two the hours. worst, fuck off for say the worst possible things about genuinely good people that we can. That was essentially our makeup for about thirty episodes. <laughs> it really was. That, that was exactly thirty what we did. Real quick before we could jump off media, um, have you guys watched the trailer? Speaking of really smart horror films, mm. um, for the sequel to The Shining. Yeah, Doctor Sleep. Yeah, Doctor Sleep. This I is what I don't it. understand. Go on. You know what? Actually, fucking Aaron, you are a huge Stephen King fan. You've read Doctor Sleep, haven't you? I haven't. Okay, shit. Did you read Doctor Sleep? I read half of it. Okay, so explain it was this. Uh, I want to ask you a question, and then I want you to explain both of you to talk about what what it's about. This is what I don't get. If the book The Shining is so vastly different yes. from the movie, yes. then why make a movie of the second book, but it's clearly touching on all the stuff from the first movie at the same time? So how much are they going to completely redo this sequel? Right. So my understanding of it, and I guess even Stephen King is kind of like okay with this because of the check. Um Doctor Sleep was his direct sequel to The Shining. It has nothing to do with the Kubrick film. Of course. Which he is very famously opposed to. Sure. Hates Stanley Kubrick. Glad he's dead. Right. I'm not I'm sure. Glad he's, you're dead. I'm not sure he's on record as saying that, but I'm pretty sure that Stephen King I is think I heard happy that Kubrick's dead. Um what the filmmakers have said, and I, I'm, I'm not going to quote this verbatim because I didn't read it that closely, um, but their their position was like, look, you cannot make something that is going to be universally recognized as a sequel to The Shining and not use the same visual fabric. Because the parts Which they show in the trailer, the parts you know they show I mean? in the trailer, nothing in the trailer, everything in the trailer is stuff from the book. The twins, the right, fucking... I know you were all over the place with that, that one, but yeah, yeah. But no, but like, so... There, it's going to be as close an adaptation to the Stephen King novel um, as they could make it, but they didn't want to lose visually what Stanley Kubrick accomplished with the first film because it was so or lose the audience or lose fucking, the audience that's yeah, driven by nostalgia and if, wants to see a sequel. If they're to showing the flashbacks to the fucking Overlook Hotel and yeah. it doesn't look like the Overlook Hotel, then the f- then, then you've lost everybody. <clears throat> You're yeah. talking about a film that's woven into the zeitgeist yeah. more than just about fucking anything. That's that's the, I and mean, that's another reason that probably Stephen King is gets madder and madder every year is that The Shining, the movie, is more iconic than the book ever was by far 100 yeah. percent. by and, far and i'm sure he knows and that it, by and the way would, would, would better. admit that yeah i've read the book yeah it's a fucking great book i heard it's one of the scariest books no it ever is, read. It's like one it's of one of those the, if you're reading yeah. it at home alone you will fucking he's got out. yeah he's yeah. got a few of those yeah there's this weird scene where danny ends up in this little like tunnel thing on the playground right. there's no maze in it by the way oh yeah, yeah there's um, there's, um, there's um that's a visual choice there's hedge animals yes yeah in the book and um, but there's this this like uh, you know they would do like the concrete kind of culvert tunnel mm-hmm. things yep. in the playgrounds mm-hmm. and the kids could play oh, in there. Yeah. There's a scene where fucking Danny Torrance is down in one of those like culvert deals, and the way he describes this weird rustling that he's hitting at the other end of the you know because there's leaves and all this shit down to the other, it's horrifying, dude. Like I had to jump up and throw the lights on like 
fuck you, dude. That is a, <laughs> fuck you. That is scary. Throw well, the book in the oven and close the door and duct tape it shut. Die, and shit. Die, die, spirits. Four hundred and twenty-five. Well, this house is clean. <laughs> well, luck, luckily they made that fantastic TV miniseries where they did the Hedge Animals, with the Stephen oh, Weber adaptation. That was telling it's going to be. This is the literal translation. Good Stephen on you for Weber. Remembering Stephen Weber. Yeah. Well, hey, I was a big fan of Wings, dude. Who Kiss the my fuck ass. Wasn't. Uh, I was a fan of Wings and. <laughs> Wangs, Tony Shalhoub, even though it sucks, Tony Shalhoub he was a I revelation. Thought, I thought he was funny in Dracula, Dead and Loving It, even though that's probably Mel Brooks's second worst movie after To Be or Not To Be. Uh, Stephen Weber, or Tony Shalhoub, Stephen Weber. I didn't even know he was in that because I didn't watch that yeah, garbage. You didn't see Dracula, Dead and Loving It. You know why? Because I would never waste my time. Yeah. You didn't, did you not see Robin Hood Men in Tights either? No, of course. The last Mel Brooks film I watched was Spaceballs, without question. Seriously? Yeah, no, he nailed it. So I stopped. <laughs> is anybody? Is anybody? His, his history of the world not incredibly no, um, funny. Oh no, it's great. I, that, I have I mean, the whole was Mel Brooks collection for everything. Well, not before everything. Men in tights um, is where I think it what stops. What came first, History of the World or High Anxiety? High Anxiety it was just like think his first. Yeah, film? High Anxiety. No, one of his more the producers underrated. was his first movie. It was like sixty-eight. Yes, the producer. Oh, no. okay. Yeah. Yeah, the producers I believe was first, then Young Frankenstein, right? Then Young Fr- no, Young or Frankenstein Saddles. is Blazing Saddles was then Young Frankenstein, yeah, then Young Frankenstein, which he didn't write. I think Gene Wilder actually wrote the screenplay for Young Frankenstein, if if I recall. Yeah, but the way that he works with all those things, he brings people in as writers, Speaking and they write that I watch movie as every it's going. fucking Halloween. Oh yeah, is Young Frankenstein? No good spoilers, one. but yeah, Young Frankenstein. Young Frankenstein is a movie I watch it's like always a monthly. It's like Jesus Christ, that it's a family staple. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. it's it's definitely. I want to reincarnate Madeline Kahn into something. <laughs> My little zipper neck. Oh, little zipper neck. <laughs> <laughs> My little Teutonic tip. Sweet little history of life. At last, <laughs> I found you. <laughs> no, Madeline Kahn is amazing. So, anyways, that went on for a while too. So he must have had an enormous von Stuka. <laughs> von Stuka. Well, that goes without saying. That goes without saying. Kipper. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So, so your thoughts on Doctor Sleep? Just oh, excitement for the the trailer is well made. I, I, the trailer is well made. It's obviously the content I enjoy. Um, I like Ewan McGregor even. Yeah. Um, I like him at cast in this. I I have not read the book. Um, it's no reason why I haven't. I just haven't. The book's um, not that old, right? No, it's not terribly old. Is it in the last five ten years? years five years? Yeah. Okay. But um um. I'm excited to see it for obvious reasons. I want to see how much they can call back and dovetail and do do an homage without selling but their soul. Yeah, and still kind of like, pay homage to Stephen right. King. And, and how honestly, like how are they going to wrap this up? Like they never explained The Shining. No. They never explained. And this is going down the rabbit hole of this. Now there's a whole community of kids that have, or a community of people that have extrasensory stuff going on. Mm-hmm. So now they've opened up the universe. So I'm I'm excited to see. Yeah. Where Stephen King wants to take it. Yeah, and I feel like, yeah, Danny's the protagonist, really, of the first movie, if you think about it. And it's like, okay, this was at the very beginning of his life, like where I'm super interested to see where it goes from there. And they sold me in that fucking trailer when he pops his head in through the the axed out door. Oh, when he looks he can no, but he can hear like thousands of dead, murdered people screaming. But his face is just like not that like he's so used to this type of shit. That's just like and I'm like Okay, so what does it take for this fucking guy to break? They're gonna show us, and it's gonna scare the shit out of me. That was my thought. Nice. Well, I, and I hope they do. I hope everything you said comes true. And if it uh, doesn't, yeah, 
we're coming for you, Warner Brothers. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, and let's be I, I, again. I love the content. I love the writer. I, it's got obviously good actors in it. So that's all you can do in the beginning. Right. The rest is up. Let's let's see if they did. It's so hard to make a. It's 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 not hard to make a horror film. It's hard to make a scary film. It's true. Um, it is so Especially hard to days. scare people. I, I we talked about Hereditary to call back to that. Jesus, that was Christ. the last scary movie I've seen. And that well, because to truly scare people now, you have to psychologically fuck them too. Because now everything in horror has been so tropey for so long. We live in an age of mostly. And we know it all. We live in an age of mostly uh, like twenty million dollar budget PG thirteen horror movies that are jump scares only, like the Ouija oh, movie oh. and the fucking all that bullshit. Well, the only PG thirteen horror movie I enjoyed in the last ten years was The Conjuring, because of the way that James Wan fucking right. structured the scares and stuff, and it's very I didn't exorcistic. Know that was James Wan, yeah, yeah James and Wan. then and then that even became, he douched himself out on The Conjuring too. So, yeah, the Conjuring um, Two was man, wasn't good. But again, jump scare, jump scare, jump scare, jump yeah, scare, yeah, jump yeah. scare. Yeah. Knock it off for sure. Yeah. Um, so Hereditary Bobby just found you. out. We got a little update. We'll we'll probably end on this, and we should probably play a song. I, I without question. Um, and we'll have to decide. We're Bobby just be. decided. Uh, Bobby just saw on his phone that Rick. We're about an hour forty. Rick Ocasek just passed away. Whoa, lead singer of the Cars. Are you fucking kidding? Yeah. Me? He was seventy-five. He was no spring chicken. That's but, still yeah. young, though. Um, well, not for a drinking and drugging party guy from the eighties. He though. was never that guy. Oh, though. he wasn't. No, he's discovered mm. Weezer. Aside from yeah. putting together his own. Um, if you don't, if you if you don't know who the Cars are, then uh, you should go check. Holy them out. shit, dude! Did that just came through? Yeah, just came through. Uh, I fucking love the cars. Um, Talking about American like zeitgeist. Yeah, self-titled and Candio are Candio. the best pop albums ever. you can ever fucking. Play. And 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 they really came up with like Who's Got to Drive You Home albums. and yeah, um, MTV was you, you might think and uh, they were such a big part of our childhood with videos and when MTV actually showed videos and they were yeah. important. They were one of the staples on that channel. And I'm just kind of sad. I know, I don't know if he was still married to that model, Paulina. Uh, but uh, I believe he was. I think, uh, but uh, although MTV has dropped the ball and fucked up royally by not showing music anymore, I like the way it's structured now where I can go find and on demand see my music videos on YouTube. Yeah, that's fine. You know, that's fine. I mean, but again, I don't need Carson Daly in between. What's what kind of what, what, what song should we do? I mean, the obvious choice I think most people would jump to would be something like Moving in Stereo. Yeah. You know, Solid. that kind of thing. I like but Candy. I, I mean, I like can, this I, I, title track. I, I could name 20 fucking yeah. car songs that I absolutely adore. So, so super sad. Well, we're we're going to chat about that before we throw it on the cast, guys. Um, that's a, a shitty way to end the show, I guess. No, but Yeah, but it, it but just man. happened. Bobby just found out and yeah, kind of showed me his phone. That just kind of took the wind so out of all, myself. raise a glass there to yeah. Rick hey, raise a glass to Ocasek. And some Seagram's. And some Seagram's P.O. We've lost another rock legend. Legend. Can't go on.